My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Major Spoilers theme song! The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. Pod- on, on the air. The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. On the air. Pod, pod, podcast. I'm Matthew. I'm Rodrigo. And I'm Stephen. If you're listening to the Major Spoilers podcast, 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 The Major Spoilers podcast is on the air. Thank you, everyone, who supports the show and all the shows in the Major Spoilers Podcast Network. If you're not already, you can become a Major Spoilers member by signing up at patreon.com slash major spoilers. We're doing a general chat this week. So no, so no, like, news segment, no review segment, no trade paperback uh, segment. But we do have a trivia coming up in just a little bit. I want to explore, Matthew. I'm very surprised by a comment that you made earlier. Matthew is bad at chess? How can this be? Um, I think... I think it comes from the fact that I am not a planner by mm. nature. I'm not, I'm not a, this step, this step, this step guy. I'm, you know, how Rodrigo used to describe running critical hit. I'm, there are four or five things I could do from here. And depending on what I do, then my next step changes, but I'm not necessarily saying, you know, oh, clearly you're using the Osirian gambit. Yeah, so I'll yeah. be doing my, my knight's queens five. And I don't, I don't have the patience for it. And it may be the people that I play chess with. Cause I used to play chess with a guy who was like, I'm a chess genius. Was I'm he? totally a chess genius. Oh, was he a God, chess no, genius he, or just better than He was than a you? schmuck. Oh, he was, he was, he was pretty good, but he was a schmuck. You know, he was a putz and he would, he would be like, well, I'm a chess genius. And you I, know, when you're when you're an arrogant sack enough to where teenage Matthew goes, man, that guy needs to take it down a notch. <laughs> I am I am also not good at chess, but I had a I had a friend who um we didn't get to hang out very often and he he held me in like really high regard. He was he was kind of a kind of a fan and he's like, Oh man, Rodrigo, I gotta get you over and we gotta play chess sometime. And I think he thought that because I was because I'm smart that I would right. be good at chess. And yeah. so we finally sit down and, you know, he makes his first move and I make my first move and he's like looking at it and he's like, huh. that's interesting. That's an interesting <laughs> move. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you weren't expecting that because that was probably a bad move to make. Like, I, I don't know how to tell you that you're, you're not going to get inside. Like the only insight you're getting, get, going to get into my brain is Rodrigo has ever in his life played 10 games of chess and lost them all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they have a chess club at our school, at the grade school, and both of the boys started at. We were like, well, you might as well do it. It gives you something to do after school, something to, you know, have fun with. And they learned, they know the basics of the game, but for whatever reason, they just lose interest in chess very, very quickly. They still know the game. You know, they've read the book on here's all the best moves to do and that kind of stuff. Um, I never had anything like that. I've just kind of learned what the basic rules are and then just look for some strategies or look for an opening. Um, but I wouldn't say I'm great at chess. What about you, Ashley? Is Ashley a, a chess player? Uh, I have never won a game of chess in my entire life. Do you like the game of chess or is this one that you're just like, oh, heck no. I am an Aries and I don't like being bad at things. Oh, right. okay. Yep. If she can't be immediately great at it, she doesn't want any part of it. What What yeah. are the Aries? What is the birth birth date range? Uh, March 21st till April 20th. Oh, yeah. that explains so much about my son then. He is also an Aries. That's why yeah. he gets so mad whenever he loses the games. 
So is Otter. Otter is in Harry's. And I, I will tell you right now that if Otter is like, you know what? I don't like this. It's done. It's dead to him forever. Interesting. That. Interesting, yep. interesting, interesting, interesting. Ah, now we know I'm a little a, bit more about Ashley. All right. Oh, she's going to hate the trivia game then. That's well, why I'm generally good. a really bad sport on these. <laughs> maybe, maybe she will be good at this one and she'll like it. Almost I, certainly not. Well, I have looked at a couple of the questions. Based on the way at, they've gone so far. <laughs> I have looked at a couple of the questions and I can tell you that there are some Ashley specific questions in here. Yeah, you said oh, they were yeah. Canadian history, so no, I, that's no, no. not a I was, plus for me. I was, <laughs> I was kidding on that. I was kidding on that. But I think that there are, oh no, there's one Canadian question on here that's specifically Canadian. But I think everybody Name should be able to the streets of Reykjavik, Iceland. <laughs> it's not Canadian. Reykjavik, um, Iceland is totally in Canada. Anyway, uh, it's one of the it's one of the twelve provinces. There's there, British there Columbia. A, there's Vancouver. There's Iceland. There's Narnia. Narnia's in Canada. Who knew? Yeah, there's uh, there's uh, that place where the Buggles were. There, you know, there's uh, a rumor. See. There's a rumor there's that Whoville? that HBO Max is looking to do a Constantine series. If they're doing a Constantine series, I'm totally on board, although I'm sad that they're refusing to consider Matt Ryan. Well, they didn't say that they were refusing to consider him. They just, uh, you know, and it's one of those speculation rumor articles that's over on Variety because it's like, oh, we hear that there's a regular cast member of Legends of Tomorrow. Well, but see, he's also been he's also been he's also played the character in a show. But he's contracted to another show on another network. But how much how much longer is that going to last? And also, aren't they all? It's, it's gone five seasons longer than I thought it was going. No, that's true. And I say this as someone who loves the show. No, they have renewed it for another season after the season that has yet to air. So yeah. it's not going anywhere for a while. Uh, you know, whenever they do Batman, they do a different person doing Batman. Mm-hmm. Unless, of course, it's animated, then you have to have Kevin Conroy. Sure, um, but I mean, but, it's, it's Batman. Who cares about Batman? I mean, yeah. Well, well like but that's Constantine. what I'm saying is like we we're used to this with superheroes that get rebooted every two to mm. three years, right? Mm-hmm. There's a new Batman all the time. Well, I so, just think it's interesting that um, what's his name Ryan uh, has been the character on the NBC show, then he was yeah. in Lucifer, and then he's on Legends of Tomorrow, all playing the same character. So, he also did a CW seed animated Constantine. Oh yeah, show. that's right. So I mean, I think Ashley is that because he was under contract to have a certain amount of time playing that character. Mm, probably not. Okay. It's probably just because they liked him. Okay. Cool. I think they like him, and I think he's a. He, I can't say for sure, but I think he's a fan of the character. The oh, first yeah, sure. San Diego Comic Con I ever went to, Matt Ryan got kicked out of his hotel room at the Marriott for smoking. Just the most Constantine thing you can do. Nice, nice. If that was a publicity stunt, then good on them. Right? That would. That's such a John. What What is the best? What is the best Constantine or Constantine? However you want to say it. uh, Story arc because Scott Johnson uh, has the DC Unlimited service. Dangerous Habits. That's the one where he gets the cancer, right? Volume five. Yeah, I told him. I told him. I said that's the one that you want to read because that is the that one gets into the heart because uh, Scott was like, oh, he smokes all the time, and and do you think he'll smoke in the TV show and everything? I'm like, oh, most definitely. In fact, that plays a key part in one of the big story arcs, one of the best story arcs in the entire series. And I wanted to make sure that I had given him some good advice to read that one. Dangerous Habits is good. I like volume one, but volume one is a little more disjointed. But it really sets the stage, and it has a lot of really terrible things happen to his friends, which is nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah, if you want to see him uh, watch somebody get raped and do nothing, that's the volume. Oof. Really? Uh, also, yes, and he narrates saying, yeah, a better man would do something, but I'm not going to. Oh, Yeah. Wow. I had to I, review it for DCComics.com a couple years ago, and I was like, this is going to be hard. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> Looks like Blue Beetle might be getting a movie. The the Jaime Reyes uh, character, Angel uh, Manuel Soto, has been signed to direct a Blue Beetle movie for Warner Brothers, the DC Films edition. This is uh, confirmed by Variety, although, you know, Warner Brothers hasn't made a statement on it. Um, so it was the Blue and Gold movie, wasn't it? Yeah, About at some point. seven years ago? Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I am very interested. I do like the, the Jaime Reyes um, character. I think the story arc that that they told the very first one that they told after 52, uh, I thought was very, very good. The second time where they tried to reboot it and basically tell the same story, but streamline it together. I didn't think worked as well. 
Um, but they were telling the same story less than five years later. Well, I know. And that's, and it was just like, they were changing just a little bit to try to streamline it and it just didn't work. So I would definitely recommend that. What do you think, Rodrigo? Are you ready to see some, some blue beetle on the big screen or on the HBO max? If it hits there on first? HBO max. Yeah. Um, absolutely. I am. I think that, um, yeah, I, I think that especially because that, like the Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle has such a um, kind of rich and also separate uh, mythology with like the Scarab and what all they those space guys mm-hmm. were doing. Yeah, you know yeah. you can you can always pull that into the DC universe and say, well, at some point the Thanagarians, blah blah blah. But you don't have to, right? You can start fresh with that sort of thing, or you can bring it into the continuity without worrying too much about it because you know space is infinite and there's any number of animal themed guys flying around out there. My guess is since they're jumping in with, with uh, Jaime Reyes is that they're going to not say anything about Hawkman or anything. They're going straight to Kaji da and uh, try to sure. ignore all yes. of that other stuff, but they can, if they want to, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they have, I mean, if you've seen God help me, I watch Titans and Titans <laughs> name checks a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And you're like, Oh, the Fanagari. Oh, okay. Whatever. And I think that, you know, they, you might get those references, but my worry about Blue Beetle is, uh, have you seen Hawk's costume? Because I'm really worried about, you know, all I can think of is that Blue Beetle armor from Smallville, which I know was 15 years ago and get over it, Matthew, but uh, I just, it's... I worry so much about what a Blue Beetle in, a, in an era past Avengers and Iron Man. Is the little clip, the, the demo clip that I saw a long time ago where he's doing his transformation into it look like a really great adaptation of what was in the comic books. So I, I, I mean, would, I'd be down for that to a large degree. The MCU has actually helped, right? Because when Iron Man first came out, people like Iron Man had to put on his armor, like very mechanically, like this cannot be a transformation sequence. People mm-hmm. want to see that. But by, uh, end game or infinity war he might as well be twirling around with like rainbow sparkles behind them <laughs> because him and like black panther like oh it's all nanites now and the armors just appear yeah so that that will help blue beetle like right. that that's gonna help all of the like blue beetle it helped venom i'm sure you know now that people are more used to like oh yeah superheroes can just basically transform yeah. i get i change yeah, yeah. It, They've been doing that in Japan for 45 years, man. Yeah, absolutely. Ashley, are you a Blue Beetle fan or no? I like Fat Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Oh, man. T- fat <laughs> Ted Cord is my favorite. Chubby. He's not even fat. He's like chubby at best. He's oh, got like maybe chunky. 15 pounds of extra weight. Oh, no. He's, he says, you know, he, his gut hangs out of his costume. He's like, holy crap, I'm fat. But isn't I'm here that. For, I'm here for dad bod. Uh, isn't Ted that. Because that Mary wasn't in Booster Gold, and you're not going to convince me any differently. <laughs> that was just wasn't League in International. Was it just League yeah, International, or was oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah. Uh, Birds of Prey, where he showed up and was fat and was just like, ah. Well, Birds of Prey, he never the wears costumes. He's yeah, he's like sexy Barbara Gordon boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, he was retired at that point due to a heart condition, so he never. Yeah. Well, he did one. He did. He did up. a couple of times. Yeah. But and then he got then, killed, he was, and then Barbara Gordon was mad. Spoiler alert. Yeah, then she out. cuddled up to Dick Grayson and everything was better again. Oh, back well, with the world again. When you cuddle up with Dick Grayson. He's the you handsomest. Know, it's just the scientific fact. That is not true. Blue, uh, Booster Gold is better looking than Dick Grayson. Uh, Dick Grayson you, is just a better boyfriend because he's a better person. I mean, Dick Grayson, I, he's, hmm. the, he's the kind of man who will hold you if you feel bad. Booster Gold will be like, do you need ice cream and just leave you to your own devices? I mean, Dick Grayson cares how you feel. Dick Grayson wants you to know. Uh, what's that, Skeets? Trouble downtown? Okay, bye. Skeets uh, used to be the name of our Roomba, and then he died, and we named the new one Rosie. Because <laughs> she's know, a robot maid. Uh, uh, what's his name? Simu Lu? Is that how you say his last name? Uh, from... I'm, oh, I'm, I'm only relatively sure how you say both of those names, just because my pronunciation is so Anglo. But how handsome Shang Chi. Is you, it L-I-U? Yeah. Yes. Probably Lou. Okay. So, um, when I think of Dick Grayson, that's who I think about. And, uh, uh I think he's what, a pretty hot, much. pretty hot guy, uh, to do that. So yeah, I would see thing. snuggling up to, uh, uh, well, I, hopefully we get to see that movie soon. Um, I, you know, I can see snuggling up with him making you feel good. 
I don't know. He I mean, usually you know, what the Shang Chi. Yeah, that's uh, Lotus Shinjuku does that. Um, oh, there you go. One of the only good things about Titans is that they do have some snuggleable characters on there. I mean, their Dick Grayson is pretty cute. So I oh, yeah. watched, like I said, I watched like the first couple of episodes of that show, probably You've right around that? the time that Beast Boy showed up, which I think was like episode two or something like that. That's episode four. Oh, okay. So that's, that's, that's how far I made it into that. So who are the you most? Wa- you watch the season one pr- uh, finale forward oh okay and the season one finale isn't even a finale it ends in a cliffhanger and i'm just like you basically, you basically just wait for jason todd to show up and then the show gets good no no it doesn't i it love does him get good so much it's so, better so i'm, I'm, yes. I'm curious <laughs> so i'm curious uh what matthew makes it a bad show and then i want to get ashley's take on it because it sounds like you two are the ones that have watched it and rodrigo and i are just going to sit back and smile and nod Here's my problem with Titans. Um, Titans has, by the end of season two, 11 main characters. Nobody gets a satisfactory arc. Nobody gets moments that feel earned. So we have this weird thing where there's there's a relationship between uh, Robin and Rose that never feels like it gets any airtime. And when it pops up, it's like, oh yeah, that's happening. There's a relationship between Raven and Gar that pops up that never really gets any development, but somehow... Yeah, because she's 13 and he's 21. <laughs> well, and it's, it's also the fact that they never give them any time together. I mean, in season one, they're literally building a team only to get to the end of it and go, we're not going to be a team. But isn't that how all, that's how all Titans arcs work. No, no, that's not how... how all Arrowverse works. shows work. That's not how any of this works. And I'll tell you why, because we get to the end of season one and we, we do the thing. we like, we have our big fight against Trigon. We beat up Trigon. Trigon gets beaten up. Rawr. By the way, Trigon is played by one of the guys from castle. I doesn't, saw him doesn't in, even have any demon in makeup. Los Angeles. He, I saw Bieber. him in the cripple of Inishmore. Yeah. yeah. It's a good actor, but you know, you need some demon horns or something. Uh, you need to be voiced by Kevin, Michael Richardson. If you're going to be a, a Trigon for God's sake, but you get to the end of that season one, you have the big finale, and everybody's like, dun, 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 you fight, you fight, you fight, and you're like, okay, let's give this Titans thing a try. That's where that trope should come in. But no, it doesn't. Everybody breaks up, and then they introduce more characters, and then we have an entire second season of how we're not a team, you guys. We can't be a team, you guys. Everything sucks, you guys. And by the way, Batman is here, but he's hallucination, and he's Scottish, and he says F-bomb a lot. And you get to the end of season two, and they're like, okay, we're finally going to give this Titans thing a try. Oh, no, the team's going to break up because somebody died for no reason. Completely unearned death of a character who'd got no airtime, no development, no nothing. We uh, Literally, Aqualad shows up for an episode to go, hi, I'm Aqualad. Oh, I'm shot in the heart. No. no. I think he's technically Tempest. I don't care. Actually, I think he, they just called him Garth. I am Garth. So what's good about the show, Ashley? Cy Morales. I think there's a lot of really good casting choices. Um, I like what most of the actors are doing. I was not hot on Brandon Thwaites when he started, but he definitely finds who Dick Grayson is by the end of the first season. Um, I like the show because it's um, big, dumb fun. Yeah, mm, there's not a lot of really amazing performances in it, but everyone is pretty good. And the guy who plays Hawk, who I guess is from Smallville, is just a big dummy, and he's a really fun big dummy. Um, the costumes are really good, and what I do like about the show is that the show is only interested in respecting its own continuity. It's mm-hmm. not interested in being the comic book or the video game or anything like that. So. While they will definitely hint at things, much like the rest of the Arrowverse, they're not really concerned with whether Raven and Gar are going to get together, which is fine, because she was 13 and he was 21 when they were first cast, so they really don't need to be together. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I like uh, Ian Glenn as Batman. I like that he's, uh, or as Bruce Wayne, I like that he's really different. Um, I love the kid who plays Jason Todd. He's the only person on set who seems like he's having a good time, and I'm completely here for it. Uh, Dove's <laughs> wig is horrific. That makes me laugh. But Rose's I mean, wig is even show worse. Is not good, but I enjoy it, and I can't wait for season three. And you know what? The the the, the use of Aquaman as Hawk is nice because it's the it's the Smallville Aquaman playing Hawk. But here's the thing: I, I hamstring dancing. Oh, Lottie freaking da. I, I just like the fact that, A, 
they made Hawk and Dove a couple. B, they give Hawk this deep, no, not deep, but they give him this arc about substance abuse that never really seems to go much of anywhere, but keeps popping up. Okay, here's the thing. Somebody steals Hawk's costume, right? And they name the episode Faux Hawk because somebody stole Hawks are okay. So no, it's not, it's not a good show. There are fun moments in the show. It just shoots itself in the foot. It keeps shooting itself so, in the foot. Why do you keep watching it? Uh, Cause my kid liked it. Although at the end of the season two finale, she just kept screaming. I hate this. She has a crush on uh, the kid who plays beast boy. And she has Ryan Potter. Yeah. She has an the emotional attachment. Purpose. To um, the Beast Boy she goes, Raven relationship. Beast Boy is my spirit animal. No. Beast Boy, she wouldn't say something like that. Uh, but the Beast Boy Raven relationship is important to her. And we were about three episodes in with this teenage goth Raven. And she's like, why doesn't she just say Azerath Metrion Zinthos already? And I'm like, I don't think she's going to say that. And that's honey. probably how she, she does would say it say in it. one of the finale episodes. And she's like, what do you mean she's not going to say it? What? I hate this show. So, yeah. But. I, I know that there are. Big, dumb things. Well, I, I no, there's nothing wrong with watching big, dumb things. How do you think I ended up with uh, um, Happy Time Murders? Because I was just like, I'm in the mood for something that looks really dumb and stupid. And hopefully I will enjoy it. And I ended up enjoying it. But, you know, there's shows that like. That my family enjoys watching something on ABC Something that's a reality show, something that has to do with people falling in love over the course of 12 episodes Whoa. or whatever. And I'm just like, I don't like these kinds of shows. I'm glad you guys enjoy them. I think they're, and I tell them, I think that they're dumb and I don't think they have any redeeming value. I hope you guys enjoy it. I'm going to go do something else for a while, but you guys can go and do that. So if there's something that I don't like and everyone else does, I'll be more than happy to support their like of it. But I'm just generally going to leave at that the point. Thing- the thing that actually brought me back into the show in season two after being angry at season one was they cast Deathstroke as Isai Morales. And he was good. I mean, Isai Morales was good. And he, he, he made Joe Mangianello look like nothing. I was absolutely unnerved by this death stroke. And then of course, you know, his armor was stupid and his costume was, was ridiculous. And they did some silly things with it. And then they brought back another Titan, <sighs> but I'm not there, but yeah, I mean, there Ashley's right. There are some casting choices that were really, really inspired. And I feel like that may be the thing that kept me coming back to the show because I'm like, maybe they'll get something good to do this week. No, we're going to spend a whole episode in a bar with, with Starfire. Okay. Hmm. So there you go, everybody. Um, there was this, uh, CD project red had a, a cyber attack not too long ago, Rodrigo. Yeah. And it was like, uh, you know, one of those ransomware things where if you don't do this, we're going to wipe your servers or whatever. And CD project red was like, yeah, go ahead. We don't care. We're not going to pay your stinking <laughs> ransom. And it was a big well, deal it's... in the news. It was a big deal in the news for like a day and then no follow up. Like, have they, taking care of this is the fbi arrested anyone i have no idea what's going on with that story yeah so the the deal was is that the the hackers got in and were able to like download like source code for uh cyberpunk uh the witcher 3 uh some other game and then also like the new the witcher 3 that they were getting ready to to launch Uh like a some sort of new probably new edition for like the ps5 xbox Series X, double X, uh, um, yeah, just not generation. the series triple X, yeah, yeah. Um, it, I mean, if it has like Vin Diesel on it, maybe. <laughs> uh, so, um, I, I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like, Yeah, they did this, and he was like, Yeah, what are they gonna do with it? You know, like if, if they sell off this code to some shady. Uh, third party um, then now that third party has all the files for the Witcher and for Cyberpunk and I guess they can continue to cause mayhem and um, like 
release free maybe hacks of the game and then you know but but it's like um you know like uh elon musk is like well uh, we made the tesla and then we put the plans for how to make a tesla out there and i really expected more competition and it's like yeah but no because you don't have the resources to make and then market a car like uh you know yeah. make a tesla and yeah. the other automobile companies don't want electric cars, so they're not going to do that. And so, I don't know. I have a limited, a very limited sort of uh, experience with this sort of thing. But I, it kind of feels like uh, having this, all of these programs and, and codes and, and batches out there is going to make it easier to mod these things. But yeah. Uh, you know, modders are always doing this stuff anyway. Uh, it's it really, if anything, mods drive people to a game. If anything, this is going to like help CD Projekt Red because someone out there is actually going to sit down with these codes or with this, uh, you know, just with this data mm-hmm. and like fix Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven for them for free. <laughs> <laughs> Modders go mod. Still, still better. St- still bitter over uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven because, like I said, I played it that one time uh, for that one hour or whatever it was, and I was just like, "No pass." I'm so yeah, upset Cyber- with this game. So I played through the story mode of Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven twice. Um, so it's Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven was a a wash for me. Like you, there are like these moments, like these glimpses of like good writing, like straight up good not just good video game writing good overall writing where you're like somebody loves this game they love the setting they care about this they want your character to be attached to these characters um and then you know a a guy would like float in a t-pose like past like behind the back of the character that was delivering this like heartfelt (laughs) soliloquy you know a guy would just be like you know like behind them and you're like, oh my god, why is this happening? Just constantly, right? I there are missions that are that feel excellent, like transformative, and then at the end of them, you just like aggro a mob that's like too close to the end of the mission, and while the NPCs are talking to you and not reacting at the fact that a bunch of gangbangers are shooting at you, you're being shot at by gangbangers, and then like you you shoot them, and you're like, I didn't hear what this NPC said. They just told me like the end of this mission and oh, why yeah. I should care about it, and I didn't hear it. And I can either reload the save or I can play literally everything else. And that's how I felt every time I turned <laughs> off that game. And then like the next day, I was like, eh, maybe it wasn't so bad, and I would play it. And I'd be like, yep, once again, I've had some good experiences that were completely zeroed out by bad experiences. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I can totally understand that because also that. Um samurai game that came out not too long ago i played it for like a couple of hours and i was like no this isn't enjoyable and uh, i'm just like i can't believe i'm spending all this money on on these video games that i that i that i hate and i wish that there were more uh betas or demos uh that that people could go and try on these things absolutely um video game demos have kind of fallen by the wayside i think because like precisely for this reason there's a lot of if you go and you look at all the articles and sift through them, there's a lot of talk about Cyberpunk 2077 releasing PC uh, demos, mm-hmm. but not releasing console demos because the console stuff was bad, right? Yeah, this is yeah, like yeah. purposeful obfuscation in a lot of ways. It's not great. Um, but there are still companies doing this. Uh, I just played the, um, the beta, the open beta for Guilty Gear Strive, and I had a great time, and now Arc System Works presumably has tons of information because lots of people got in on that beta. Mm-hmm. Um, they built hype for the game. Everybody knows it's a beta, so they know it's not going to be perfect. Um, but from everything I'm seeing, it was an overall positive experience for everybody. Again, any errors or lack of content or whatever, you forgive because you know it's a beta. Yeah. And now they just have this like stack of information. Yeah. Um, Nintendo also just released a, I, I guess, quote, a quote-unquote beta. I think they call it a demo, but it's a beta as well of a, a, what is it, Triangle Project Triangle Strategy, working title. But I hope they keep it, because Triangle Strategy is just 
a weird name for a game to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been, I, I've, I've managed to play a little bit of that. And again, you just go in with the expectation that it's a demo or a beta, and it allows them to then ask you what you liked about it, what you didn't, and tailor it. Um, you know, uh, there's, there's a, um, there's a downside to that, right? I think um, a lot of games release or uh, they launch as uh, like early release, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, here's early release. You pay like yeah, forty dollars instead of yeah. sixty. Yeah, and you know, some games are in early release for years. Um, somebody, oh, man, yes, there is a game that I've I've tried playing a couple of times. Where you're a you're living in space and you're um, taking on missions in space and learning to fly a spaceship and you can team up with other guilds and stuff and go have massive battles. It's been out for years, uh, but it's like you pay a fee of like forty bucks and you get unlimited access to this game, but it's still technically in beta. Yep. Yeah. Um. Oh, what was it? I forget what that dinosaur game is called. There's a game where you're like just dropped on an island and it's kind of like you're like gather resources minecraft style and there's like mm. dinosaurs around and you can trade them i just totally blanked oh, that out on the cool. name is it called zaxxon it jurassic is not called zaxxon <laughs> it's J- uh, jurassic zaxxon <laughs> jurassic zaxxon jurassic would also be project jurassic zaxxon would be a great name for triangle <laughs> yeah <laughs> jurassic zaxxon triangle project um there you go Copyright major spoilers. You can't. That's see right. That's, that's going to be our, the name of our, our band. We're going to replace Daft Punk with with uh, Project uh, Jurassic Triangle. What what instrument do you play, Ashley? Flute. Uh, flute, piano, violin. No, that's it. Just flute, just flute and piano. And fi- okay, cool. Uh, we All can, right, we can start out with Jethro Tull. Covers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, just do some uh-huh. Jethro Tull covers. Don't know what that means. Oh man, it's a band. Oh. You will. <sighs> Will. It'll be fine. Yeah, I don't know. I was thinking about Aqualung a lot earlier this week and for whatever reason. <sighs> that Aqualung popped in my head, and it just seems like I'm going to have to go back and read all the lyrics, but it just seems like a very troublesome song. Sure. Yeah, Aqualung is about a, a disturbing young man watching uh, children play. Yeah. It's it's a just it's, with it's, ill it's, intent. It's bad. With ill intent. With bad intent. Yes. Oh yeah, bad intent. So he's eh. a terrible person. Yeah, and so I'm just kind of, I don't know. I listen to that song, and I'm like, I don't know. And it's got he a really may or may great... not freeze to death during the song, too. So, I mean, it could have a happy ending, I guess, depending on how yeah, you... Yeah, I suppose. That noise you hear... It was hear 1973. ...are my, my children fighting upstairs, so there you go. Um, I am curious... All I hear is the cat. I'm curious what you guys think of um, the, what is it, the the Curse of Strahd, that D&D expansion, the, the Ravensloft thing, or the Ravenloft thing. Are you a fan of that, Rodrigo? Um, I've actually never played, uh, in the Ravenloft setting, oh, okay. just the, the, the kids that I was around never played it. I've read some of the stuff and so like Strahd's a vampire and it's all basically yeah. Dracula. Yeah, Strahd is stuff. basically Dracula, uh, castle Ravenloft is where he lives. And, uh, the, the world itself has some like faux Eastern European name. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, I've been watching WandaVision, so like I have Skakovia <laughs> in the in the head. Yeah, but it has a similar name like that, like something like that. Um, well, they and are... yeah, all of the everything. Everything is sort of Eastern European slash Universal Monsters flavored. Yeah, well, it's going to get even more Universal Monster flavored for the uh, for the land of Falk Falkovnia. I think is Falk O. Is Falkovnia? Fal- yeah, there we go. Falkovnia. Let's say that. Falkovnia. Falkovnia. Uh, because Falkovnia. they're introducing Van Richten's Guide to Ravensloft. Ravenloft. I always put an S in there. But mm-hmm. uh, it's going to include elements like zombies. Um, let's see. What else? Yeah. Let's see. What else are they going to have in here? Uh, including slasher horror, macabre, fa- macabre fairy tales, and zombie apocalypse ways that you can spin your tales in this. This is a new book that's coming out May 18th for people that are into the Ravenloft. And I, I think a lot of people are, I guess. Yeah. So the, this Ravenloft release, uh, I, I've, I've read a few people talking about it and they, 
Uh, they went in, and I think, I haven't read it myself, so I can't tell you, but from what people have been saying, they went with a real eye towards kind of straightening out some of the problems with Ravenloft, especially mm. some of the cultural issues. Like, yeah. for example, um, uh, you know, bracketed uh, slur about Roma people mm-hmm. here mm. right. um, is a word that appeared a lot in previous versions. Um, you know, basically, you could play one or be an antagonist for for your chronicle or whatever. But they've done away with that and kind of reincorporated things in a different way. I think the the group that worked on it is pretty diverse. So I, I do hope that more so than like Tasha's Cauldron being like, here's what we think about uh, monsters and and. Uh, racial bonuses mm-hmm. do what you want yeah, yeah, um, yeah. It, you know that wasn't a great way to handle that i think ravenloft seems to finally be like them having the ship at least pointed in the rack right direction um so we'll see how it goes from there mm-hmm. i haven't picked it up because i honestly own one fifth edition book <laughs> um, yeah they have been sitting me i don't know what the most recent one i don't i guess i don't have when does Tasha's Cauldron of Everything come out? Is that already out? That that's already out. Yeah. Oh, that came that out came November seventeenth. Uh, I must. Yeah. I wonder if I have that one. They usually send me a copy of most of the stuff, um, but I think the last thing that I got from them was the Icewind Dale stuff. So I don't. I'm gonna have to mm. look and see if I got Tasha's Cauldron of Everything. I don't think I did, but I thought there was one more bef- in between that, but uh, maybe not. I um, don't know. I only keep <laughs> I only keep track of Dungeons and Dragons stuff nowadays because, again, I never got into fifth edition. Yeah through all of my like l- like uh like snowflake a- sjw friends that oh, i yeah. know online so mm-hmm. once the community starts vibrating at a certain frequency that's when i found out that D did something yeah well, so right, if, uh, they, if if they put out something that's unproblematic like i just never hear about it uh if you yeah. want a bunch of books i have duplicates of most of the books because they usually send me in the past they've sent like Here's the regular cover version. Now here's the fancy cover version. So I ended up with two copies of the books. So. I mean, it might be fun to to look through those. Um, definitely, every once in a while, I I think of a D and D character concept, and I'm like, I wonder if I could do that under fifth edition's rules. And I'll break out my PHP, which is again the only fifth edition oh, book yeah. I actually did. I get. I might have actually picked up uh, the Dungeon Master's Guide too. No, there was another book, the the Beholder one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm talking about. I know which it, one it you're talking about. It just has a bunch of like additional classes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, I wonder if this concept can be done under these rules. And then I flip through it, and I I get to like just where there's like pages and pages of like just literal junk that your character has on them. Like roll on this table to see if they have like a tin can on them. And I'm like, Oh, this game. And I just like put it away. <laughs> Ashley, do you play fifth edition? I know you said that you like to play tabletop games, but do you, yeah, you I mean, th- I haven't played D and D in a long time because I don't have, uh, someone to run that game. So I don't know what edition I play, man. We need to introduce you to all the D and D fans that are in, uh, California and, and get you on some of those, uh, those streaming games that they play all the time. Like yeah, like that that games. one game and then the other game that those people have out there. The one the one that my daughter listens to. It's says Oh man, that one is so much fun. I I know that you don't care for them. Uh but the but the McElroy brothers, I just think their games are charming. Not so much because they don't do a lot of mechanics like what we do. Yeah. Um theirs is just mostly just straight up role play with occasional dice rolls. Um so it's it's really kind of charming and fun to kind of hear them do that. Plus they Heavily, heavily produce that. Lots of edits. Go back and re-record some bits here and there. Add their music in. Um, so it's it's pretty fun. And then I love my brother, my brother and me. I think that's fun too. You know what else is fun? What's that? Trivia time. Here we go. Here are the instructions. The same as last time. I've got twenty questions here, uh, and what I'm going to do is each question has five clues of progressively easier difficulty. An incorrect answer on one clue does not preclude the player from continuing to attempt further clues. So what I'm going to do is, for five points, I'm going to read a clue. If you want to jump in and answer it, you'll get five points for that. But as it gets all the way down to number one, if you wait until the number one and you answer it, you only get one point on that. And anybody can jump in at any time. 
please use your name as a buzzer. Uh, please keep your hands off the keyboards because I don't want to hear any clickety clicking because uh, I don't want to hear, oh, so-and-so was cheating on this, obviously. Uh, because if I do hear that, then I will take all of your points and award them to someone else. Everybody ready to go? Sure, let's play. Ashley, Ashley is ready. She's begrudgingly ready to go into question number one. <laughs> this actor played a younger version of Tracy Jordan on the 30 Rock episode, live from Studio 6H. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Uh, Donald Glover. Correct for five points. Nice. Question number two. One game in this franchise began development as a game called Jack and the Beanstalk, which was a photography-based game. Question, or clue four. The magician, Yuri Geller, recently apologized for a 2000 lawsuit in which he alleged his likeness was being used for a character in this franchise. For three points, the popular urban legend about the first game in this franchise involved the movie Strength, on a truck near the SS Ann. Let me read that again. A popular urban legend about the first game in this franchise involved using the move Strength on a truck near the SS Ann. For two points, a mobile augmented reality game in this franchise created by Niantic has over 1 billion downloads worldwide. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Pokemon. Pokemon is correct. Pokemon. Yuri Geller. See, I... Uh, I was going to say, Yuri Geller sued Nintendo, claiming that the Pokemon uh, Kadabra was based on him. See, you you said the one about the picture, and I'm like, that is an awkward direction to enter into Pokemon, so I didn't say it. Oh, okay. Well, you can always I, I, uh, guess wrong and continue to guess. Yeah, is there, a, is there a penalty for guessing wrong? No, no penalty. Okay. Okay. Question number three. When a character played by this actor is told by Wallace Wells that Wallace is a big fan of his... He responds by cracking his neck and saying, why wouldn't Ashley. you be? Ashley. Uh, Chris Evans as Ooh. Lucas Lee. Wow. Very good. Very good. Ashley nice. on the board with five points. Question number four for f- uh, five points. A 1987 cartoon mocks this dish, saying that the only reason Haggis was declared the most horrible culinary disaster of the 20th century was because the panel of experts had never sampled this food. For four points, at C2E2 in 2017, an Arkham City pulled pork variant of this food was available featuring steak fries and slow-roasted pulled pork with green onions, crispy pepper bacon, as well as this dish's most traditional toppings. For three points, researcher Nicholas Fabian Olette claimed that the national popularity of this food represents cultural appropriation from uh, Quebecios food culture. Quebecois. Whatever. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Poutine. Poutine. Correct. For three points. That was an Ashley question. That was an Ashley question. Canadian. I get it. Question five. Did you know any of those things, Ashley? Did they suddenly all trigger anything? Nope. Okay. Do you like like poutine? Yes. (laughs) But it definitely didn't sound like you were describing poutine to me. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Uh, the, uh, the question, the two-pointer was annual celebration around this food occurs in Montreal, Toronto, Ottawa, and a number of other cities. Number one, identify the Quebec cuisine, typically consisting of French fries and cheese curds topped with brown gravy. Yeah, would have got it on the last one. <laughs> Yum. All right. Uh, question number five for five points. An alternate version of one character with this name served as Captain Jim Logan's first mate in the, the series X-Men Noir. For four points, John Byrne's original intent for one character with his name was for him to have no superhero powers, but a reference to the pain caused by his, oh my goodness, um, you got to put in uh, complicated words, uh, Acnodosphalophysia led Bill Mantlo to redcom him as having a mystical origin. Matthew. Matthew. Who is Puck? That is correct. For four hmm. points. Uh, I guess that's uh, short personism or dwarfism. It's one of them, yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is a friend of the show, Jimmy, putting these together once again. I'm going to have to tell him next time. Pronunciation guy, guy, because I'm reading this stuff. Uh, Question number six for for five points. In this film, the moment of the Queen of Casa Cristo uh, sees the sun, she signals the beginning of a major event. For four points later in this film, John Goodman describes an assailant as. Nanja lamenting that it's terrible what passes for a ninja these days. For three points, Matthew. Matthew. 
What is Speed Racer? Correct, for four points. Speed Racer. Uh, Question uh, number it's been a while seven. Since I've seen Speed Racer. Oh man, I watched a deep dive on um, not oh, Film Joy, but with Movies Mikey. with Mikey. Yeah, did you yeah, watch that? That was great. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was really good. Yeah. Question number seven for five points. In this franchise, the main character is revealed to be married to King Edmion in the distant future after she gains the title Neo Queen. Ashley. Ashley. And it's Endymion. Uh, oh, sorry. Usaki Tsukinos, uh, a.k.a. Sailor Moon, a.k.a. Queen Serenity. Yes, correct. <laughs> We're just looking for Sailor Moon, nerd. Endymion. <laughs> Endymion, I say. Until I've never watched well, it. Because, actually, because I've like watched so many one manga episode things, of... it is vaguely based on a Greek myth. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I've only watched one episode of Sailor Moon ever, I know. Tragedy. Uh, question number You're eight. Out. I know, great. I know, that's what everybody says. I have yet There's to get the boys interested in it. There's only 155,000 episodes. I, I tell you what, if I could get the boys, version. if I could get the boys interested in Sailor Moon, I guarantee you. There's a lot you, of pretty girls in it. <laughs> I know, and I'm, I'm waiting for that moment because they've been watching a lot of weird anime lately. Like, mm-hmm. just like weird stuff. And the interesting thing is my wife will watch it with them. And so there's times where I'll come in and be like, oh, so what are you guys watching now? And Thomas will say something. And I'm like, oh, okay. So has this guy got a thing that does this? And my wife will go, no, this is the guy that does this. And I'm like, ha the boys have gotten her hooked. So what I need to do is get her hooked on Sailor Moon mm-hmm. so that she will get the boys yep. hooked on the Sailor Moon. She might bite too, I think. She might. She might. I mean, she's in. She's a kind of. I mean, she plays Pokemon Go all the time. She, so she sits there and watches Pokemon, all the Pokemon episodes too. So. I mean, when I was a teenage boy, I was like, eh, this I know, stupid. And then I watched a couple episodes. You and watched I'm like, a couple. I love this show. You watched this a couple transformation sequences, and you're like, okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm not saying that wasn't a factor too. <laughs> all right, question number eight. For five points, initially, a character in this game franchise was said to have died from mercury exposure while developing mercury-injected rubber sheeting intended for making shower curtains. For four points, later that death was revealed to have actually been due to moon rock poisoning while developing the conversion gel that is used in the second game in the franchise. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. I'm sorry, were you asking for the character or the game? I'm looking for the game. A portal. Correct, for four points. Question That's number nine. None of that is real. Well, uh, Jimmy, does his Simmons. Re- Jimmy does his research, so that's what I'll say. Question number nine for five points. This man's father once claimed to have said Fuddle Duddle when accused of using profanity in a public forum. For four points, this man was involved in a scandal known as Elbowgate when he elbowed a member of parliament named Ruth Ellen Brosseau after grabbing Gord, uh, Gord Brown by the arm. <laughs> For three points, this Liberal Party politician formed a minority government after the 2019 election, gaining a second term in his position. For two points, another uh, controversy involving this man arose when pictures of him at an Arabian Nights-themed party wearing brown face became public. Ashley. Justin Trudeau. Correct. Did you know the other ones? (laughs) No. Okay. I knew he did brown face a couple times. Okay. <laughs> who who is Jean-Jacques Poutine <laughs> von Letterkenny? In my Letter defense, Kenny. I was not living in the country when he was elected, so... Yeah. No, no, that's fair. That's fair. That's totally fair. I was just curious. Uh, Tony question, Blair! Well, I mean, you know, different country, but okay. Question number 10 for five points. In this film, the protagonist gains the same powers previously held by the Angel of Verdun, Sergeant Rita Vratotsky. Question four, those powers were obtained when Sergeant William Cage is mortally wounded when killing a large alien mimic, becoming covered in his blood as a mine explodes. For three points, this 2014 film was adapted from the uh, Hiroshi Sakurazaka light novel, All You Need Is Kill, which was itself adapted into a graphic novel. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow also would accepted Live, Die, Repeat right. uh, before we hit the two-point question. A very good movie if people have not seen it. Also, I think it is on our list to read this year or next year on the Major Spoilers podcast. So I read that on a plane once and the lady beside me was not amused. Oh, yeah. Lots of blood and guts. Oh, yeah. Yeah. that's That really offends people. Never read on a plane. 
Uh, question number 11 for five points. During an attempt to identify the title character of this franchise, an orphan girl takes a clay turtle and runs away before the process could be completed. For four points, that process, one of several national traditions, involves a child uh, selecting four ancient toy relics from a room filled with thousands of toys. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Correct. We'll, we'll just we'll we'll accept Avatar. King, but King yes, of the we'll... Hill also has an arc where they <laughs> yes, do this. Where Bobby does that. Yes, <laughs> that also, was all I could think of. <laughs> also, uh, also in um, the Golden Child and uh, King of Tibet, I believe, is also the other one. Yeah, because that's that's how they that's how they the select Dalai yeah. Lama. I think. Yep. All right. Uh, question number twelve for five points in this game. The main character's apartment includes strange cereals, including otter bites and bacon snaps. One mission in this game allows you to rescue a bodega owner's cat, unlocking the cat's pajamas side mission. Rodrigo. Matthew. What is Spider-Man Miles Morales? Correct. Would have also expect, uh, accepted Miles Morales, but that's fine. Complete I answers are preferred, but uh, good job, Matthew. Question number 13. For five points. In 2013, this company created a one-of-a-kind coffee mug featuring Ryan Gosling's face to help promote his movie Gangster Squad. This company was purchased by Burger King in 2014 for $11.4 billion. This company was actually the second created by its two founders, Jim Sherrod, or Charaide, and his partner's original company was a failed hamburger and hot dog restaurant in Ontario. For two points, it's now Canada's largest quick-service restaurant chain and specializes in coffee and donuts. Matthew. Matthew. What is Tim Hortons? Tim Hortons is correct. Uh, <laughs> Man, I just, I gotta remember that some of these are going to be, like, Canadian things. Canadian, I, didn't, yeah. I didn't know any of those hints. After oh. the, per I mean, that's why they're, they're, they're tougher at the beginning and easier as you get down. Uh, number one, the number one is, uh, identify this company founded in 1964 and named after a Canadian hockey player. Uh, I was going to say Stan Mokita's Donuts. Uh, Jimmy puts a note in here. After the purchase by Burger King, a restructuring led to the creation of a multinational fast food holding company, Restaurants Brand International, which is Tim Horton's current parent company. So everybody <laughs> oh. who's who's firing up their emails going, well, actually, eh, Jimmy's got us covered. Don't worry. Don't I'm actually Jimmy. Jimmy knows. Jimmy yeah, knows. Yeah, if I remember correctly, Jimmy either helps out or is one of the coaches at the local high school for their quiz bowl stuff. And this is how their games are, are structured. Um, these yeah. questions are very well phrased. Oh, yeah. Jimmy does a great job. Jimmy is, is awesome. Question number 14 for five points. In this film, an Italian tailor named Roberto Terminelli is credited as John Lithgow's dialect coach. Matthew. Matthew. What is the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension? Correct. Question number 15. Theodosia Oko, who designed the official flag of the country of Ghana, was the inspiration for a character in this TV series. Her grandson, Ian Jones uh, Courtly, Corty, served as a storyboard artist and co-executive producer on this show. Matthew. Matthew. What is Steven Universe? Correct. Question number 16. In one game in the franchise, a character known as the Running Man cannot be caught unless the player is using the Pegasus boots. In another game in this franchise, the main character is the only child who did not receive a fairy from the guardian of uh, Kokiri Forest and the Deku Tree. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Legend of Zelda. Correct. Question 17. In a novel about this character, she uses the name Ashla while living amongst farmers on the planet Rada. Ashley. Ashley. Ahsoka. Can you give me the full name? Ahsoka Tano. <laughs> I mean, can you give us the name the way that Stephen pronounces Written it? Written by E.K. Johnston. <laughs> uh, let me see if that's even in the, uh, here's the rest of the member. My copy is signed. Nope, doesn't list uh, any of those things in there. So there you go. Question number 18. Two characters in this game's lore share a name with an album by the police. Another character in this game, Echo, is taken from a train wreck along Route 46, or 66. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Overwatch. Correct. Uh, the characters named after the police's album are uh, Zenyatta, 
and uh, Mondata. Yeah, Mondata. Yeah. yeah. Question number 19. In a 2001-2002 story written by this man, he updated Silver Age character Stanley and his monster and placed them in Star City. Matthew. Two characters. Matthew. Who's Kevin Smith? Correct. Question 20. The last question. The first English language film in this franchise was actually a combination of three Japanese short films subtitled Adventure, Our War Game, and Hurricane Landing slash A Transcendent Evolution, respectively. Rodrigo. Rodrigo. Godzilla. No. As a result, that feature film characters from the first two seasons of the show, including Izzy, TK, and Davis. Ashley. Ashley. Digimon. Digimon. Good job. <laughs> All right. Digimon. Digital you guys, monster. You guys talk amongst yourselves, and I'm going to add up everybody's scores, and we will find out in just a moment who is uh, going to win this week's game. Although, from just the number of answers answered, it might be one person. Whoops. So, what, uh, Ashley, what is, the, uh, what is the exciting thing happening in your world over the next week? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> Am I supposed to talk about something? Yeah. Well, I'm calculating up scores. Oh, I was like, am I supposed to plug something? Because there's sure. There's go ahead, nothing. plug something. Plug something. What's uh, what's on Geek History lesson this month, Matthew? Please. Uh, what? Uh, we're doing Jonathan Kent this week because I guess that Superman and Lois show is dropping. I don't know. I'm not going to watch it. Um. <laughs> And then next week we're doing Superman the Bronze Age because I guess that Superman and Lois show is dropping. I don't know. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> All right. I have calculated this up. Uh, I should give bonus points because the person who had the most five point questions answered this time around, Ashley Victoria Robinson. Yeah. So good job there, Ashley. An achievement. Well Yes, uh, the person with the most, oh, well, there's a tie for the person who answered the most of four, no, actually, Rodrigo wins for the most four-point questions answered. Woo! And Matthew has a scattering of two, four, and five, and three. Woo! I do that. Uh, Rodrigo, though, comes out on top this time with 29 points. Nicely nice. done. Ashley Perfect. does a very respectable showing this time around with 22 points. That's not zero. And Matthew <laughs> ended up with 27 points. So Rodrigo takes first place again, if I'm not mistaken. Who won the uh, last game? Yes, I won the last one uh, largely because uh, you kept increasing the points for the last handful of questions. Oh, right, right. Oh, right. yeah, because we did very bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what did you guys think? Did you like this one uh, better than the last one? Yeah, this was fun. Yeah. Ashley? Yeah, it was. I mean, I knew some of these ones. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so there you go, Jimmy. Great job again. Dear listeners, thank Jimmy for this. He's over on our Discord server. I forget what his name is because every time he he uh, pops up, I'm like, who's this person talking to me again? And then I'm like, oh, yeah, this is Jimmy. Uh, oh, so how dare you? No, people it's not that. Are... It's just people have he's got a different he name on his, his Twitter. Handle. Yeah, yeah it's people a different who are handle. not brands uh, are wild with their username consistency. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like, um, um, Carl, you know, I, I forget what Carl's username used to be, but now he goes by Matthew's former college roommate yes. is his, uh, is funny. his name. And I forget what Rodrigo's is. It's just, it's, it's Rodrigo. I, that, I think it's Otter. Yeah, that's yeah, what I think of too. Mine's the howling too. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, that, no, I, I technically, I am a brand, but I have a different name everywhere I am. So yeah, my, uh, his brand is different names. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. So where can people find you on uh, Twitter, Rodrigo? That would be at Fearsome Critter. And uh, Matthew? Find me at Mighty King Cobra. And Ashley, where can people find you on uh, you, the Twitter? You find me at all social media at Ashley B. Robinson. Oh, that's, do you have a TikTok? No. Okay. I'm too old. I don't have a Snapchat either. I'm you too old. You are not too old. I yes. have a TikTok. My oh, wife has a TikTok. Yep. And what do you do on your TikTok? I mostly just post okay. videos of animals. Oh, okay. I'm not supposed to say oh, this. I, I do have that song that I wrote about 2019. I want to malfunctioning brush. I, I need to I need to retrieve the files for malfunctioning brush so I can post it there. I'm I'm not supposed to say this, but my youngest son, who's not yet 13, I think he has TikTok, 
I don't know. Mm. I only found this out. I'm not supposed to say anything to him. But apparently his older brother, who is 13, was making, uh, not making fun of him, but was like, oh, yeah, this is my favorite video. And he took that as somebody's making fun of me. But uh, his his first video on the TikTok is, hey, this is me. And this is my video. Well, that's it. (laughs) He just signed it off. (laughs) Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what he does uh, in his exploration of uh, the social medias. It just seems like a very Steven thing to do. You know? Oh, no. Uh, when the fleets came out, it's it's me just looking at the camera and then shaking my head and turning fleets, it off. Though, like, did no, did nobody has no one been to a CVS ever in their life? We're going to call it fleets. Really? Quick, Henry, yeah. the, the, the fleet. I, I, yeah, no. I, I hope. I you hope need, you guys... if you don't understand why that's bad, you need more gay content in your life. <laughs> <laughs> I hope nobody expects me to look at their Twitter stories because I don't. I don't think to do it. I don't I just, either. <laughs> I just skip that tab. I, you know, when I've got to, what is it, the the tweet deck or whatever it is on, um, or the Twitter app on um, my iPhone, and I always see everybody's up there at the top, and I'm just like, uh, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole because I usually go down everybody's Instagram stories rabbit mm-hmm. holes, and that takes like 20 minutes to do that. Even when I'm just like click 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 click, just because I need to have a a clear timeline. But the fleets, I'm just like, no, I have. I mean, it's basically the Instagram stories, but for Twitter. So yeah, I don't know. It's okay. I I, I mean, people want to use it, and I'm glad that people have multiple ways to reach out to their audience. Uh, major spoilers can be found on Instagram and Twitter, and of course, majorspoilers.com. Uh, what else do we have? I think those are the only socials that I really. Don't you have a Twitch? Oh, yeah, we have Twitch, but that's not, I mean, that's streaming media. So it's twitch.tv slash major spoilers. Then we have our, then we have our YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash major spoilers video. And that's it for right now. Of course, our Discord server, which we would like to see so many of you come and join. Um, We have a couple of things that are coming up uh, in the near future that you can check out. Uh, Friday, we have Finally Friday. That's just on our Twitch channel where I talk for about 30 minutes about some topic. Last week, it was really weird because we just did a general topic, ask me anything kind of thing. And that was kind of fun after a long week. Uh, On some Saturdays, I'm kind of being very spotty about this now because my weekends are usually taken up doing uh, some uh, classroom work stuff. Uh, But I will do some game streaming in the afternoon on the Twitch channel. And then um, that is then archived on our YouTube channel as well. This week, if you are a gold member VIP person over at patreon.com slash major spoilers, we will have our monthly VIP live chat where we talk to some of our uh, major investors that we we think of you as major investors, major contributors. Uh, We're going to talk about all the changes that went on between December and uh, this end of this month at the major spoilers HQ. Thanks to your support uh, and how it has turned my office into a, an ice cooler, a, a walk-in cooler. And we'll talk more about that on the VIP live chat this weekend. And don't forget uh, to sign up for our email list. If you are interested in that, you can find a link on the uh, right side of the Major Spoilers website. Every week I'm sending out an email with some thoughts and some opinions on some things. We've done everything from uh, the um, why DC is not going to sell uh, or Warner Brothers isn't going to sell DC Comics to uh, just most recently, which a lot of people give has given some positive feedback. Um, the the shady practices of websites, you know, uh, writing up things. And Ashley and I have talked about this a million times. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, people were just like, oh, yeah, I'm really glad that you actually wrote that and sent that out because more people need to be aware of media literacy and media interpretation and what, you know, what things are said. Some of those things we talked about this week on the show with with uh, Blue Beetles and the Constantine and uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, and so people really like that. If you want some more weekly thoughts, it's not spamming your inbox with stuff every single day. Uh, just comes out Sunday afternoons. It takes you probably five minutes to read it. Uh, just, uh, sign up for the major spoilers email list over there at majorspoilers.com. And I think that's where we're going to wrap it up this week. Thank you so much, everyone for checking us out and being part of the major spoilers experience. Yes, we also love your feedback, so use that comment section (laughs) over at Major Spoilers and share your thoughts and reactions to this episode. Or even better, you can send us an email to podcast at majorspoilers.com. And don't forget, you can support this show 
and everything we do by becoming a patron at patreon.com slash major spoilers. And we will be back next week. Next week on the show, we have, oh, Ashley, are you ready? More Star Trek coming up next uh, next week. Star Trek Woo! Doctor Who Assimilation Squared or Assimilation 2 Electric Boogaloo. That's coming up next week on the Major Spoilers podcast because we know that you love comics and we do too. And we will talk with you soon. If I had the X-ray vision of a Superman, I could save a few bucks and stand around and read through the covers of the comics on the stand. But although every other page would be backwards, I suppose, I could still read the evens and the odds. Well, I don't know. Guess I haven't thought this all the way through. Plus, as soon as the comic book store guy knew, they kicked my butt out on the corner. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Way. If I was hulking green or gray, I could just bust through that brick wall, take their comic books away. But then the little meat would deal with all the tanks and bombs and guns. Have you ever tried to read a series with all that going on? Guess I need to rethink this plan. How would I back and board my comics with such huge hands? Guess I already told ya. What a major spoiler. What a major spoiler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a major spoiler What a major spoiler If I'm Stark Raven rich like a man of iron I might not be surprised to find That I might actually have the heart cold To follow an entire storyline But would I really even need To read upon all those escapades I mean, who needs such distractions When your sister's such a babe But the downside is such a beast Being shot up in a fine be in the Middle East With a king sign throwing soldier what a major spoiler What a major spoiler Yeah, yeah, yeah What a major spoiler Whoa, 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 whoa What a major spoiler This podcast is copyright 2021 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.